0: Welcome to the Customer Acquisition Experience Podcast with Guy Rosman. This is the show where top digital marketers share proven tactics, tools, and frameworks that will help you acquire
1: more customers and grow your business. Let's get started. Here is your host, Guy Rosman. Mr. Adam Ehrlich, welcome to the show. Welcome, Guy. Thanks for having me, man. I'm so excited to be here. Well, not as excited as I am, man, because, you know, you're handsome, you're a smart marketer, right? And, you know, you have a perfect English. You have it all, basically. But
0: you have the beard, my friend. I can't take yeah. of it if I try.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, like we talked about, you know, I'm, I'm working on it. Not doing much, just sitting and waiting, and it grows, man. It's, it's amazing.
0: Like with your ad campaigns.
1: Oh, nice. You know, that's what I'm talking about, man. You know, this is the content king here. Okay, so, so let's introduce you to the people. You're Adam Ehrlich, and you're a content oh. expert.
0: Uh, that's, that's what they say about me when I'm not yes. in the room.
1: and and you've been Um, doing this for for a pretty for a long time like how long have you been doing content for a living
0: i think i started making money from writing um in 2003 or four something
1: before before you had a beard for sure before the internet man
0: before you could even grow a beard, probably
1: <laughs> ah that's that's great so like what yeah. was your first marketing gig do you remember I remember I don't know
0: if it's suitable to your for your audiences because it was at an adult content uh, adult website
1: okay man my I say I, I, I think that that all of the audience are adults so it's okay yeah. so actually uh, yeah. my first paying job was
0: at a, 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 a porn website basically i wrote scripts and i wrote content and seo content and all sorts of different things for the porn king of the middle east
1: that sounds good like what is the type of keywords uh, like you were ranking for
0: i actually think this was uh, probably a bunch of expletives that if i said here you'd have to spend a lot of time <laughs> editing your so, well, imagination guy
1: I got it. Okay, I can imagine. That's great. All right, so if you started with porn, so what came next?
0: What comes after porn? Gambling. Gambling.
1: Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Actually, that was an interesting
0: job. That was I was probably one of my, um, the jobs that I learned the most at. It was at a company called Playtech, mm-hmm. uh, oh. which was small back then. Um, they provided, they still provide Gambling back-end software, white labeled software that casinos basically take their software and offer it as their own. I'm talking way back in 2005, probably, and I was actually lucky enough to uh, have come right, you know, right before their IPO, and I managed to make a small, have a small exit there on, along the way, and also learn a lot about um, writing while I was there. Wow, amazing! But that was it. After that, it was all you know, white collar startups, technology, the good stuff. I'd had enough of that. Okay. Uh, Stuff after the, I mean, where do you go after porn and gambling? Where else is there? There was no binary back then, so that was it.
1: You have to reform, after, right?
0: Yes, yes, exactly. I had to, I had to kind of go back and 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 make up for all the crime and, and misery I caused before yeah. that.
1: And tell me, you know, it. I'm curious, like, uh, how different is the process, you know, writing for gambling and porn sites, and and then mm-hmm. when you transfer, you know, to the tech which is, you know, a bit more uh, professional? Is it harder no, to mean, write I content?
0: I think writing at the end of the day is writing. I mean, you have to know how to uh, write in a way that, that engages with the audience you're, you're writing with. The, ru- the rules of writing aren't different for any industry. And I think that's one of the reasons that I've been able to kind of... Uh, jump around different industries throughout my career I never really focused on one specific thing because writing in its essence is you know if you know how to write you can write anywhere uh, the industry that you know the, the, you have to learn the buzzwords for the specific industry you might have to learn the the, the value uh, the value feature breakdown for the for a different product at every company you go to but at the end of the day writing is writing and if you know how to write in a way that engages and speaks directly to your customers you're going to you're going to be successful no matter what industry you're writing in.
1: Cool. So can you tell us a little bit about your process? Like, uh, like you said, you know, it's different industries, different verticals. But I bet you you developed your own process, your own way of of getting into the mood of writing. So tell me a little bit, how does it Mm -hmm. look?
0: That's a, that's a really good question, and I, uh, I'm not sure I know how to answer that. I don't have a real you know, specific thing I do. I don't like start cleaning my desk and then arrange uh, things around. Mm-hmm. But I do like to have an idea, some kind of a blueprint of what I'm going to write. It also depends on what I'm writing now. But there should be you know, some kind of strategy or some kind of thought that goes into the writing before I do the writing. This can either be done by the uh, stakeholder that I'm working with. That when it's like that is called a brief. Basically, they, they kind of give me, and, and that, again, it depends, you know, the type of brief you get depends on the type of customer you're working with, how professional they are, and, and how, how good they are writing briefs, which is a skill, you know, it's the skill set in itself. But if it's something that I'm writing for myself, then I'll try to, you know, gather my thoughts, kind of think about what I want to say, and write some kind of a skeleton down so that I have it in front of me. This is a blueprint that I look at while I'm writing. To make sure that I, you know, hit all the marks and that I get the messages that were meant to get across, uh, that, that that I get them down. And, and it works pretty well. Uh, it's also a great way of kind of getting people on board and aligned with what you're going to do. If you're working either, you know, as an in-house writer or even as a freelancer, it's really important that people know where you're going before you get there. So that you don't have to go back to the drawing board. Or even if you do have to go back anyways, you can say, all right, but it's your fault, I'm not my fault.
1: So, so in that brief, like, do you have specific questions that are like the key questions for you to get answered before you can start writing and developing the content that you're going to work on?
0: So, I, I wouldn't say I really have questions. I mean, in general, I'll, i usually have a, some kind of a half an hour to an hour interview uh, with the person that I'm working with to kind of get into their head. And just it's a freestyle talk. We talk about what you know, what the subject is, what the point, who are they speaking to, um, what are their pains, what are we trying to address here. We're trying to get at the end of the day, you know, copy is is writing to sell to sell something or to promote something. So understanding what the strategy, the underlying strategy of the person you're writing for, is is, is critical because that'll help you kind of. Get along when you don't know exactly what the next step is. You can revert to the to the strategy. You know, we're trying to penetrate the North American market for beard shavers. And then, you know, you know, it has to be written in North American style. You can go check out other North American websites that are selling similar things for inspiration. But it's it's really important to know. What the general strategy is what the purpose of the paper is what they're going to do with it what's you know is this going to be uh gated content is this going to be something you send by email uh, what's the context how how are they going to see it? Do you have to kind of do a little bit of background information that isn't necessarily about the content but rather about purpose of the content and that also goes a long way to helping you kind of muddle your way through if uh if everything's not clear which is
1: pretty often the case yeah so it's a lot of questions that uh, a lot of questions needs to get answered we have a a history together like we worked together on a few projects you also helped me with my own blog and and i do remember that uh, we did have these conversations right between us about like what do i want to achieve and uh, who is my audience and who am i writing for and and then you would take it and you would go and do some more research. I uh, I imagine, like what is that second step? Yeah. Like after you get the brief, you get that uh, initial information, but now you need to go and and develop this this initial idea into uh, more you know elaborated it's, blog it's, post it's, or what whatever. It's exactly what you imagine it would be. I mean, I I, I kind
0: of go and I just, just start reading up. I start reading uh, articles online about the subject, and and I'm inspired. I, I get ideas. I kind of take what I read there, and I, I adjust it to what you're trying to say. I rewrite it um, for your purposes. But uh, there's a lot of, you know, uh, research. I wouldn't even say it's a lot of research, but you need to go and see how other people are writing, what other people are addressing, and and get that inspiration, and kind of get ideas to, to that you can take and 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 kind of modify them a bit to make them your own. That's that's definitely a big part of the of the copy process. And today we're lucky enough to have you know such. Unrestricted access to endless amounts of information, so that you know aspect is 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 much easier than it was when I was doing my uh, my BA. That's
1: for sure. And uh, you know me as as a marketer, as a paid advertising uh, expert, you would say. Uh, you know, I, I deal a lot with content writers. Like I I work a lot with copywriters or content writers, and I, I'm curious, like what what would make your life easier like as a copy or as a content like what information you need for me what kind of guidelines you would need from the man who running the campaign or running the strategy that will help you like make your job easier
0: okay so when it comes to ad copy that's kind of an, an art in itself because you're very it's, it's, it's kind of it's like microcopy, but for copy. I mean it's you're very restricted in the amount of uh, amount of characters you can use. You have a lot of requirements in the sense of, you know, you have to mention this keyword. There's a lot of requirements and not a lot of space. So the creativity there kind of comes in, you know, how are you able to do all of that in a snappy fashion that's you know hopefully will draw their attention and and and, and get them to stop for a second. So as far as what I need from 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 my uh, my client when it comes to that, so there's a there's a general thing that's like the the SEO, you know, what what keywords are we focusing on? What are the search uh the search terms that we're targeting in the in the in the in the ad? Um, any important relevant information? Thirty day free trial or uh some kind of a discount that you're trying to say? Basically the the bare bones of the of the, um, of the ad are, are definitely something that we need, to, you know, that's a basic requirement. But beyond that, you know, the information that, that you can provide as, the, as, 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 an, as someone from the, the, the company who is, you know, who knows who the client, was, who, who's the audience we're speaking to, what are they interested in, what gets them, you know, what, why would they stop, why would they care at the end of the day, you're the subject matter expert. You know the the customers better than anyone else, and you need to kind of give me the information I need to make my copy as direct and as relevant as possible to the people who are going to be hopefully clicking on the ads. So if you know that they're suffering, I mean, there's all there's there's endless examples, but if you know they're 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 looking for a gift for their. Uh, you know, for their loved ones, then we can kind of craft some kind of an emotional aspect into the ad, and and, and maybe hopefully that will get them to make the ad more successful, and get them to click on it.
1: Yeah, so it's definitely it's it's important to know like what is the format, right? Like, are you writing for a Google search ad, a Facebook ad, a LinkedIn ad? So each well, one is, is going to be
0: technical aspect. aspect. It's you know what 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 platform, what type of ad. Uh, what are the search terms? So so that's kind of technical and that's that's obvious. You have to have that, otherwise you're not gonna be able to create an ad. You're gonna be rejected, you know, before you even upload it. Also, is there text on the on the ad? How much space can it, you know, there's also restrictions as to how much ad, how much work, excuse me, how much text can can be pro, can be can take up on an image. I think it's like forty percent, I don't remember anymore. So yeah, there's a the technical stuff and then there's uh I guess you could call it the 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 emotional layer or the, you know, the layering, data layering of more, of more interesting information that, that, that makes the ads more relevant to the person that we're, that we're communicating with. Yeah. Because you are the, you know, you are that you you own the knowledge of the subject matter expert when it comes to the customer. That's something that as a, as definitely as an external writer uh, has to be provided to me because I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna have the time and I'm not gonna have the capacity yeah. to, to to figure out who we're speaking to and what the best way to speak to
1: them is. Um, I, hear, I hear you, Adam. I'm going to provide it to you next time we work okay. on something.: Yeah you always say that, but again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you figure it out yourself, dude. So look, Adam, uh, you know, in this podcast, like one of my main goals is to really provide like some sort of actionable tool or tip or tactic or framework or whatever you want to call it. But something that someone that is listening right now and is working and has a business or working in the digital marketing uh, agency or department can really take and, and implement today in his business. And you've been around, you know, porn, gambling, tech, everywhere. What is like one thing that you can give the people today that will help them improve their business?
0: So I think this is something that's re- that's relevant for any type of writer, whether they're external or internal. But you need, as, 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 a, as a business owner, you need to have your messaging down pat. Uh, this goes for ad copy. This goes for content, for blogs, for web copy. We need to, you, you need to have a clear understanding of what you want to say to each of the different audiences you're targeting. What is a value that your product provides? And you need to try to, to kind of get it down pat. in in some kind of a a messaging documentation, call it a messaging map, call it a messaging doc, call it what you like, but we need uh, some place, an objective document that we as writers can go back to and gather our thoughts and refocus what we're trying to say. Because a lot of times in the writing process, you can get lost, you can forget who you're speaking to, and you can forget what's, what's in it for them. And that's something that you always need to keep top of mind when you're writing. That's, at the end of the day, All they really care about what's in it for me Uh, and and fair enough you know you're taking up their time you're trying to sell them stuff so at least tell them what's why they should so this is something that you can prepare beforehand and this is a strategic effort that can take time and can cost money to do right but it's something that's worth it it's a strategic asset that you can take with you everywhere you go you can give it to your uh, in-house writers when you onboard them and then they have a Bible that they can you know that they know that as long as they stick to this they're doing the right job because when you're writing you're often, you know, questioning yourself: Is this is this good? Is this even relevant? Is this, you know, is this the way I should be speaking to them? And if you can provide your writers with the document that kind of that, that that lays things out as to what you expect and what you want them to do, it'll make their job that much easier, and it'll make the, the deliverables that they give to you that much better.
1: So, so like deliver the value, right? Like concentrate on the value and then take that value and, and use it in the different formats and content pieces that you create.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. You know
1: what, what I like to do usually because I'm not uh, that great uh, content writer or content creator. Uh, so what I like to do is, is, is try to understand the language of the users that I'm speaking to. So I like to write the reviews and testimonials and really try to use the, their words in the copy. You know, if, even though I'm not a great copywriter or I'm not a copywriter, but yeah. this is normally something that I'm doing. So mm-hmm. so how, how is it, like, how are you going to bridge the gap between what you think is the value and what the actual consumers perceive, you know, as the value or the actual words that they're using?
0: So there's a lot of different ways to go about doing that. It depends on, you know, what your status is. Do you have the capacity? Are you Are you... There for an ad hoc project or are you you know doing the strategic the strategic uh, work for the company to, to kind of explore that I like to hear from the word from that from the horse's mouth as they say if I have a, a chance to speak to the actual customers and interview them uh, user testing focus groups surveys these are all really powerful uh, marketing tools that give you insight into the customer what they're thinking what they think of your product their perceived value of your product and you can understand and there's a lot of, the, you'll be surprised by how often there's a gap between what you think your product provides and how the customer sees your product. Um, there's sometimes, I've come across cases where uh, a secondary or even tertiary feature, for, that they, at least we thought it was, was their main thing. They're like, this is what we're here for. And I'm like, that, we just did that because it was, uh, you know. <laughs> It was easy to do, it was a bug, and we just said let's keep it and it wasn't even a feature. And in the end of the day, that's you know, that's what they're signing up for and putting down the money every month to get. So you'll never really know what your customers are thinking unless you, you speak to them. Guy, like you said, I you know that's your 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 way of doing it is definitely a great hack, but it only takes you so far because these are these are kind of limited uh, answers. These are usually online reviews or or case studies from from that, that, that you can read that, that have been edited. There's nothing like hearing it from the horse's mouth, speaking with the customer, asking them the questions that you need to ask them to get to get the answers that you're looking for. But if you want to get things done fast and you want to get them done quickly and you need to move, then, then going to competitor websites, going to uh, review websites like G2, Captera, depending on the, the product you're writing for, is a great source of Customer data, you know, they, they, they're telling you what kind of, you know, you go to the competitive solution. This is what your um, customers are saying about them. You go to your solution if you're already listed there. This is what your customers are writing about them. You can take it and you can use it, maybe restructure it or use it as is. And, uh, and, and you're good. You've got, you've got authentic, uh, real content straight from the horse's mouth that, that usually does the trick when it comes to getting those clicks.
1: Yeah. So yeah, like you said, like there's so much data and content out there as it is. So you know, before you create new one, it's it's great to have that research and get that uh, insights.
0: Well, yeah, I think you can you can look at it as kind of a a layered approach. Um, The first, you know, the first layer when you wanna when you wanna get show results and you wanna have something to start working with, you can definitely do that. But if you wanna do it right and you wanna do it fine and you wanna get the best results possible then the, then my, you know, my, my, my solution is just to get on the phone, Mm -hmm. uh, speak to those customers. You have uh, all sorts of, of of feedback solutions that you can use um, that don't even require that you actually speak to the user. I can tell you when I write micro copy for products, There's nothing like seeing user testing to to get into the user's head and see how they're reacting to your content. And you'll see a lot of, you've got a lot of insights as to, you know, things you wouldn't have even thought of before when you see actually how the users interact with the content that you wrote.
1: Yeah. So, awesome. Uh, Man, we're running out of time here for today. And this has been great, like you provide, you know, for people who want to write and work with content writers, I think, because this is definitely something that I'm dealing with every day. How can people connect with you and reach you and if they want to find out some more about you?
0: On LinkedIn, I'd be happy for anyone to reach out to me on LinkedIn, Adam Ehrlich with an H. you see my picture smiling there. And if I could just give one tip to anyone who's considering working with content experts is... Put, learn how to write good briefs. That's your best way to ensure that you're going to get the best uh, deliverable possible. That's the way to keep your control and to make sure that you get your get your content back with, the, with with just a few iterations, if any. Sometimes you won't even need them. But learning how to write a brief is a craft and, and should be learned by anyone else, especially anyone who is who works with copywriters on a permanent basis.
1: Yeah, t- totally agree. And I will also try to improve on that. So Mr. No. <laughs> Dear Mr. Ehrlich, thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure having you here. Thanks.
0: Thanks for listening to the Customer Acquisition Experience Podcast with Guy Rosman. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'd love to connect with you and hear more about what you're struggling with right now. So make sure to connect with us on LinkedIn or just jump onto our website at mediaflows.com, fill out the form, and get a complimentary 15-minute call to evaluate your paid advertising strategy. Thanks again, and see you in the next episode.